0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Uzziah, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Ask and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today, we're talking with Dr. Allison Kay about how to have a vibrational upgrade. Hello, Dr. Allison. How are you? Hi, Jennifer. I'm great. Happy to be here. Yay! (laughs) So let's talk about what we mean, first of all, uh, by vibration and frequency. So for those people who might not know that we're all on the same page. So
1: there is density in people's um, unconscious and subconscious that gets carried around in the body and um, it gets projected out into our new day. And so there's a lot of carrying the past around. And so when, We talk about vibration, we're talking about a collection, not just of your thoughts that you consciously hear, because that's only at most 15% of really what's going on in your belief system, so to speak, or in your mind. And then um, vibrational upgrade itself is upgrading your overall vibration of your mind, body, spirit system. So clearing out the back of the house consciousness, as I come to call it, um, from whether it's accumulated conditioning or imprints from parents and upbringing or trauma or karma or unconscious and subconscious beliefs and conclusions. Um, Clearing all that out, which correlates with the chakra system. So there's more life force going throughout your system and you become more opened and emanating out more. And then the greater field around all of us gets more attracted to each of us, the Tao that's existing in all of nature and in all of life. And so then we work with more support, like that bird chirping uh-huh. in the universe coming in with more synchronicities that help bring uh, what we're looking for from our heart in. Like meeting a certain person that helps us get to a new level, for example, um, or as simple as a better contractor all of a sudden coming across your consciousness if you're having problems with a current contractor. So just opening up and allowing all of life to flow with much more ease is a vibrational upgrade in my world.
0: And so how does somebody go about doing that? Like, you know, what are some of the kind of tangible steps to start, you know, becoming that vibration of that goodness, that neutrality, that welcoming in and, and, you know, being a kind of a, a great receiver, so to speak. Well,
1: Part of it is questioning your thoughts. And to even do that, you have to be aware that you can do that. So the whole, I lived in Asia for 10 years, um, furthering my studying of meditation and consciousness and subtle energy and its holistic health and wellness. And if it's implied in the practice of meditation that's existed for 5,000 years, to observe your mind. That means we're not our thoughts. So you could just start with that implication that you, then therefore, if we're not our thoughts, if we're able to observe our thoughts, then that must mean there's implied choice there. And that I'm more than just my thinking mind. So working with that, and then starting to have i do procedures and one can meditate most people think that if they sit down and their mind doesn't become silent then they have failed and it's actually the exact expected process to happen in <laughs> meditation as you sit down and you just become aware of you become aware of just how active your mind is and so i'm not suggesting for those who have already tried meditation or already are in resistance to it that you need meditation as a practice um What I am saying is that increased detachment that you do get from meditation, like I get that from my clients through clearings and activations, you'll have more space to then observe your thoughts, detach from them, even question them as if like, you know, you're going about thinking, oh man, another person like this that I have to deal with. You want to kind of interrupt that. You want to have a disruptor. You want to have a redirect to, in, to create a new neurological pathway. So you can work with your thoughts and in that way is a, a starting step. Another step is to be able to take yourself out of your daily rhythm as much as possible for a bit each day so that you can allow the new to come in. Our ego minds are designed to keep us in robotic mode. And if the stats are 85% of our daily life is lived from the subconscious and unconscious, only at most 15% of our life is created from the choices we're making that we're hearing in our thoughts. We're not hearing at least 85% of what we're really believing. So to, Step out of your daily life rhythm to create spaciousness for newness, so that you can get a little bit more in the expansive state where some new thoughts might come in. Maybe even guidance, intuitive guidance, might come in. Then that's also another tangible step.
0: And why um, why is it important for someone to keep up leveling their vibration? How does that support their overall well being?
1: Well, when I was in Asia, living there, I, I wrote my first book my last year there, and it was with, I came back to the states with this understanding, having gone there as a meditator and as an energy medicine practitioner already to further my practices, this concept of being externally focused in the West is in such contrast to over half of how the rest of the world's living where there's this implied understanding if you have monks walking around, like going to the fresh markets in the morning for their produce and veg, and driving away in their robes on their scooters or in Thailand, seeing them at uh, a bus stop or a subway station with a cell phone in one hand and a cigarette in another. For me, that operated as like a symbolic significance of the capacity that we each have to go within and all that's there when we go within. And then coupling that with the the sense that in the West, we used to understand how the ancient power mysteries were, so to speak, like the Native Americans or the alchemists. But like with the alchemists, all of that went underground as the industrial age and the enlightenment era started into ancient mysteries, mystery schools, secret societies. So over in the East, they understand, for example, an ancient Taoist tenant, which is what traditional Chinese medicines organized around. And you can see it if you've ever had acupuncture, qi, where qi goes, blood follows. And qi means vital life force energy. So where energy goes, blood follows. Or where... As you can see from quantum physics nowadays, where energy goes, the physical matter fills in, so to speak. And I take that further and say where our consciousness is focused, that's where the energy goes and then the physical follows. So you can always get to new levels of working within yourself to activate a particular chakra more and have more capacities of emanation and receptivity. And guidance, and so you're magnetizing to yourself increasingly your dreams, and and re- you're receiving as allowing yourself to actually have your dreams come to fulfillment. So you're helping yourself by allowing the greater field of unlimited possibilities, the Dao, the chi that's out in these trees that I'm looking at, that's the birds are flying in on. Some call it gravity, but it's not gravity. This greater existence of all of life that is inside of our mind-body-spirit system and distributed around our body and mind and heart and spirit, but out around us too. If it does more of the work for us, then we don't have to strive so hard. We don't have to push so hard. We don't have to figure it out so much or make things happen. And it gets easier and easier and and more and more fun.
0: (laughs) So in other words, when we up level or keep increasing our vibration, we remember that we're one with everything and life becomes a little more with ease. We participate in more fully. We become uh, conscious of that. It's not about climbing a ladder or obtaining things, but it's really about experiencing the wonder and the awe around us.
1: It's more than that too. It's it's this constant understanding of it. Of expansion, like trees grow up, they don't grow down, you know, and like in nature, if you take it out of human minds organizing society, the stronger survive. I'm not talking about the fittest survive. I'm talking about the, t- the trees know to grow tall in the forest so they can reach the light, they can get the sun to feed and nourish them and nature favors the strong. And so this idea of constant expansion, one of the other Taoist premises is uh, follow nature's way. So we are constantly expanding and allowing ourselves to do so is honoring the life
0: that's been given to us. What has been the big question that you've been asking yourself lately?
1: There has been, when I came back from Asia, I had that mission I, I spoke of and I've been serving the collective in one way. And now that it's reached more threshold since about 2018, it seems like there's something different that is a way I can serve. That's even more fun for me, even though I'm always making sure I have fun. I'm always making sure I am. Um, But that's also lighter for me. So there's an evolution that my own, being wants to go through um, where I'm not carrying quite so much responsibility and others are now able to step up at a very, very deep level of consciousness. I'm not talking about like, you could point to me and say, wow, she's carrying such a burden because I don't act that way and don't perceive it that way. But um, learning how to work with consciousness in a different way, that's lighter and more fun for me in this next evolved state. How do I do that? And so I've been listening for guidance.
0: (laughs) when um when people are interested in evolving their vibration and they put themselves in the observer chair of their mind what are some of the, the the big themes that they might start to notice by putting themselves in the observer chair and how can they allow themselves not to get caught up in it but to stay really kind of in the observer chair without going too much down to down through the rabbit holes that they're noticing. Well,
1: I, I feel like one of the most common themes is uh, the inner critic, and ju- the judge is the second one. They they're very intertwined, and whether we're judging ourselves something we just did or we're ju- we're then taking that judgment voice or theme or tone as it would be referred to in meditation buddhist meditation teachings and we project that texture out onto the world and onto others that judge tone or texture um, watching that you can see the phenomena of how you take your inner world and your inner themes And project them and create what you experience. I was able to do that really well when I lived in um, Taiwan because I I couldn't read Chinese except for basic symbols. So, I mean, I could speak it conversationally, but I was rather unplugged. I couldn't read the signs as I was walking out on the streets, for example, beyond like basic functional stuff. And so I couldn't read the newspapers. and, And so it was an interesting unplugging and a chance for me to look at how that phenomena works. Like just the level, like one of the things they did over there was they stared into my eyes a lot because I have, I'm blonde here, blue eyed, and they don't have blue eyes over there. And so kids would come up and stare right into my eyes. And I got a lot of stares over there more and in a way that we wouldn't do, I wasn't used to. And so one day I would say, okay, let me let myself feel it, receive this as if I'm a rock star. Uh-huh. And you know, I had a groovier day that day. And another day, let me let myself give into the annoyance and the judgment towards how dare they stare at me like this. And they're so invasive. Um, And God, that's uncomfortable. And the day that that created. So really playing with that um, and knowing that you have choice with what you focus on to think about, but I I really want to stress that the it's, um, we're only talking about the thoughts you can hear and where I find of consistently working is in the part for people where I'm getting their back because it's their blind spot, so to speak, or it's the back of the house consciousness, as I've come to call it, where it's not thoughts you can hear, it's not beliefs that you're consciously aware of that you have. You could maybe identify where you say you want A and you see your behaviors and choices not choosing A, but going for Z or even M just not A. You can assess, I must have blocks here. If I'm saying I want more money in my business and I want more ideal clients and that's not happening, I'm working instead towards the same old kind of client and I'm working with the same old kind of client, then I must not be really wanting these new clients. What is it that is in me That is blocking that. And so getting somebody to get your back to clear that out, that's, I find where more release happens. And then as I train my vibrational upgrade practitioners to work with applied mindfulness. But the idea that you can do it all your own, uh, just from these various techniques from meditation, and then ending up frustrated and giving up, I just don't want that to happen for people, you can get there quicker, if you get somebody to get your back and free up some of the back of the house consciousness, that then becomes conscious and then you have more awakeness, aliveness, and awareness to work with at your disposal because it's become conscious instead of locked down in the sub, which means under or unconscious, which means not conscious. Does that make yeah, sense?
0: Totally. I mean, you know, we're not going to be able to see what we're not going to be able to see. And, and uh, you know, sometimes and quite often if you want to jump levels, you need those people who have a bit, who have a different insight than you or have cross that road or can see something you can't see because you're blinded and um, you know I think that's really important to have those support people around you the ones that you can trust and know you know okay I'm not going to cross this bridge alone and I think so often people are asking for something of divinity and they have a resource that's thrown in front of them and You know the divine is going to bring you humans as resources. They're not going to bring you a tree. That would be freaky, right? And so, really being open to you know hitting that next level and starting with you know you've got several books, right? So starting with you know getting to know the subject matter or open to the subject matter uh, by reading a book or by listening a podcast and then doing the check in and going, okay, is it time to reach out and and receive more wisdom from somebody who's been that road.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so key. I mean, I know it was really fascinating for me. One of the trainings they I had to take my retreats online this past year, as all of us have, and normally we'd be in England together. And I'd be taking them to sacred spots and, and in stone circles and training them in my energy medicine. And one of, online this year, my students asked me, so are you saying to us as I described basically what I just told you, but with a bit more of the nuts and bolts of the vibration upgrade system, are you saying, Dr. Olson, that this you're saying this speeds up meditation? The results that I would get if I were just meditating, and I said, yeah, exponentially. And she had just asked such a clarifying question. Throughout the years, I remember saying to people, you know, you're getting these results faster than than I did when I was I was meditating. And so, I moved to Asia with the question of mine, how do I get more robust results for my clients? It, it, it worked. I mean, it was a whole bunch of humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that were coming in and helping me and guiding me. I love that point that you made because I feel like as we step into more of that co-creator role and understanding what that really means, understanding where we're coming out of victim mode is a major aspect of the global society and that doesn't mean victim to government or or religion or something outside of us. It also means victim to our own thoughts and our old beliefs and victim to the thoughts that keep us caged. So I loved how you put it. Um, it's I find like a lot of people in the spiritual community and where, who have worked with the law of attraction, to a beginner maybe an even intermediate level, expect some or they're listening to energy medicine clearings and activations expect like some kind of all of a sudden magic to like inflate their bank account instead of action being involved and frequently what happens with the action is we're actively emailing somebody about something or we're actively getting invested into a new program or we're actively having someone um, bring us in new wisdom that then correlates and integrates within our own consciousness that it's not like A rainbow in the sky and then everything's okay when we take no action it's like that part of the rebalancing that's happening in 2012 to 2032 which is considered our greatest evolutionary leap ever is um the the rebalancing and part of that rebalancing is the masculine and the feminine and so if you think of the yin yang symbol we each have the masculine and feminine within us i'm not talking about genders here and so yang masculine is action under the sun For example, yin is passive under the moon going within and listening to the guidance and the intuition or letting something seed. And then, so it's like a dance. There's a Qigong move, frankly, that's like that, where part of it's stepping out and part of it's stepping back. So it's like that rhythm of knowing how to and when to integrate and use each of those two.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I think, you know, there's all those different types of action, right? There's the action of going deeper. There's the action of that pop of, oh, you should reach out to someone. And then, you know, something else happens and you receive an opportunity that you want. I think so often, you know, people wait for the divine to knock on their door and hand them what they want. And unless the divine is the mailman, there are always actions that you're going to have to take. And just as long as they're divinely inspired, and you're in alignment with them, mind, body, and spirit, right? Then you get to kind of experience um, opportunities and miracles. And there are a lot of actions that we take that we don't have to take. Right. Oh my God. We, yeah. Right. You know, we do very little action. The, the divine does a lot of everything else. And I think uh, one of the, the things that keep us at that struggle vibration is thinking that we have to do it all ourselves.
1: Yeah, it's very much in, if I can say this, um, living around the world in different places other than just Asia, um, and really pulling out of the American system at multiple times. We really are focused on young, active action stuff in America in particular. There's a lot of unnecessary action because we're so externally geared. Even the way we greet each other is based on externals, as opposed to like in Thailand, it's with the... Uh, namaste, head bow. In India, it's namaste itself. There's acknowledgements of other people's smiles and hearts that are expected rather than just, hi, my name is, and what do you do for a living? Right.
0: Yeah. Amazing. How do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? No
1: thank you. Um, so there's some good yummy stuff happening in our free Facebook group, vibrationalupgrade.com, well, pardon me, vibrational, upgrade is is the name of the free facebook group then you heard me just saying the website vibrational com. i have one of my full books on audible um and then you can check out uh, allison jk you have to use my middle initial online um on amazon because there's another author with allison k so how's that that's good
0: and all, all right. of those will be in the show notes everyone so, I always end with this last question, which is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say?
1: Yeah, I saw this. I like that. Um, allow the fairy dust to be sprinkled. Nice. Then, yeah.
0: We'll
1: just I'm all
0: for the fairy dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, around. thank you so much for spending your time with us today. And, uh, helping us understand on a deeper level how to kind of elevate our vibration and to allow us to, you know, be more in the flow and be more with one with everything. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it was my honor. Thank you, Jennifer. I hope that your day is filled with grace and ease and a few more smiles than you possibly expected or could manage even. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And so be it. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizio. Don't forget to reach out to all of our amazing guests and uh, gain and receive their wisdom. And if you want to reach out to me, you can do so at soullanguage.us. Okay, everyone. Bye for now.
1: Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed.